Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me a second to remember how we intro the pod. It's okay. I forgot the name of our podcast last episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the first Ooh. thing I said, Dan's like, that's not right. What the fuck is up, Duelist? Welcome back to Pod of Greed, presented by Kaiba Corp. I am Argyle, aka Imagine Dragons Block. I'm Max, aka Come On Eileen Son. Game on, oh, get your game on. Get your game that... on, go play. Get your James Mason. That one's good. Yeah, I'm still James Mason. I'm a Slifer Slacker now. You, you lost. You lost your doctorate. <laughs> so this week we're talking about episodes seventeen and eighteen of Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero uh, from nineteen ninety-eight. Bizarre Summer. Yep. Yeah, it's one year before the Bizarre Summer. Beezer Summer. Be- I'm sorry. Yes, Beezer Summer. My mistake. So, uh, do you remember the title of episode seventeen, Maxie? Did you write it down? I do. I wrote it down as I am wont to do. It's the only thing that's reliable about me. I was like really quickly taking yeah. notes, and I couldn't even get the episode title. Yeah. <laughs> episode 17 is Close Match, A Model's Invitation. Okay, yeah. So, we talked about yeah. this in the Discord earlier. I didn't really like these episodes, and you guys, like, you, you two I did like, like this these one episodes. a lot. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I like the other one pretty good, too. Uh, but I, one, I guess we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. This one was sort of interesting... In several ways, it okay. starts. It starts with a model, a model like a super fashion model or like something. They're called a model, but they do like exercise videos as well. I think but, this might have been like a very weirdly translated episode because I have some very choice translators' notes up in here. <laughs> yeah. So Eileen, the model, comes to Japan. Eileen, the model, looks like a mix of um, Olivia, the island kahuna from Sun and Moon, Pokemon, and <laughs> okay. from the girl who is the frontier brain in Platinum of the casino, I think? I don't I don't know who either of those people look like. I well, didn't get far enough I'm in right, and it's games. a really good comparison. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay, so like She's obviously really famous. She's being swarmed by paparazzi and reporters wondering why she's here in Japan, of all places. Yeah, and then she she does the thing Akuma does in Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of, like, roller skates right by them. She, like, like super them. cancels Demon Dashes forward. <laughs> yeah, she has this weird dash. And it's, then she's just gone. They can't keep her up jutsu, with her. Yeah. And then, yeah, she, she, yeah she, she's outside the airport. And she gets a famous soccer player as her chauffeur. Who, by the way, not important whatsoever. Yeah, sure. I thought this was like, you know, like her boyfriend or something. And no, it's just some guy. Yeah. I, I, I'm At this point, I'm pretty convinced she just walked up to a car and it happened to be a famous soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how it works in this world. People swarm so around. So she gets into Harada's car. Dash cancel demon supers. And she basically, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, why'd you call me here if you were just going to use me as a chauffeur? And then she challenge his, challenges him to she a game. She says she's here to, she says uh, she's here to play a game, and he's like, well, why don't you play a game with me? We'll go back to my hotel. First thing you've got to know about this guy is that he's really good at flirting. <laughs> yeah. We'll play a sex game. And I did not even write the name of the game down. So It's Raijin High. It's kind Raijin of like High, Shogi, apparently. Raijin. Which, if I recall correctly, Shogi is one of those games that I tried to play in Yakuza, but I couldn't understand the rules, so I gave up immediately. Yeah, all I know about Shogi is that in Persona 5, you have to learn it if you want to romance that cool girl. Absolutely not. No, Makoto for life. It looks like a fun game, though. And, uh, so... <laughs> uh, if... 
if he wins, he'll get a date with her. But if she wins, Ooh. he's going to lose something important. Uh, and then we get the title drop. Dun dun. I don't think she explicitly said that she will date him if he wins. Just that they, the loser will lose something important. No, he yeah. says, if I win, you have to go on a date with me. And she's like, all right, well, if you lose, you lose something important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she doesn't really care about what the stakes are for her because she's, you know, so confident that she knows yeah, that she's not going to lose. Absolutely. <clears throat> and then after the title drop, we find out that she has already won. We were watching a news report where we find out that Harada had his leg broken the night before. Like, yeah, like broken. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Like, like they, they need to irreparab- that. Yeah, irreparably right. broken. Like he will never be able to play soccer again. <laughs> Like, what did she do to him? Um, it, it's, <clears throat> yeah, she she has some sort of power. Maybe she's also possessed by the spirit of a 5,000-year-old Egyptian pharaoh. Who knows? <laughs> His power of breaking legs. <laughs> um, so, we are at, we're at Kaiba's mansion, where Eileen And also, is... she would be suspect number one, too. Like the oh, yeah, news made a deal about how how this guy picked her up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like yeah, I. You know this. <laughs> this is the fantasy world in which people dying and disappearing and breaking legs is like a normal day. People don't <laughs> care about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh. So Eileen is now at Kaiba's mansion, where we find out she's the next of the gaming elite four. Oh. Yep. Uh, and the reason she works for Kaiba is so she can meet smart and famous men, but Kaiba's showing her a tape of this little boy. Mm-mm. Wait, I do have a question. Who was the second <clears throat> member of the Elite Four? I don't know. I haven't watched either of the episodes with them. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it was the doll guy was the first. Didn't... And then... Weren't they in the last episode that we recorded? No. No, no. it was that last one was Gendo Ikari. Um, ah, I have yes. no idea who the second Elite Four member was. Well, oh, shit. Well. I don't know. Yeah, Say she's the third member, though. Uh, she's the third member of the Kaiba Court crew. <laughs> um, so and yeah, but so then Kaiba's she finds like, out oh, that she ha- he has he gets really like confident and different like, when he's playing games. Yeah, it, but she does not notice the visible hair change and. Height change. Well, to be fair, I, mean, I didn't notice the hair change until like a couple months ago. <laughs> wait, the hair changes? Yeah, like yes. the like some of his hair like goes up, like the yellow bits go up and like form like lightning bolts against the black. I it's did usually not know like that. the yellow oh bit is usually all down, but when he turns into Yami, okay. some of it goes. Okay, up. well, I guess yeah. this is like living proof like, that people actually <clears throat> don't notice Yu-Gi-Oh transforming because I apparently never did. See, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess there is a reason why Clark Kent wears the glasses. <laughs> well, okay, no, I mean, look, I gotta nerd out. There's a scene in, like, Superman 3 where it's, like, all in his posture and his demeanor, but it's a thing. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, Kaiba's like, come fight this kid. Uh, Go fight this kid. Yeah. And then we, like, cut to the game store. And look. And Taya has Eileen's exercise tape. Taya's freaking out. She is jittery as hell in this scene. Because she got a new exercise tape, so she can That's be like true. Eileen. She can get she Eileen's figure. She also heard that she was like coming to Japan, so that's a reason to be excited. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we find out that Eileen is like a famous model and dancer. She's been on Broadway, so of course Taya looks up to her and wants to be just like her. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa is definitely like, oh, that hot woman I saw on the TV? Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. He's such a creep in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Great. Also, Yugi is two feet tall in this scene. As opposed to every other scene? Where he's three feet tall. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I should have grabbed a screen cap of it, but yeah, he is like a little boy. He's just a little boy. He's just kind of a little boy full of love and power. And a pharaoh. <laughs> so yeah, so Eileen yeah. shows up. Anzu loses her freaking mind. But she has the Well, we don't find out first. she's Eileen at first. She shows yeah. up and then she signs the tape and then we find out. Well, okay. They to find be out fair, that she's Eileen. They don't realize she's Eileen because she's wearing sunglasses. And yeah. It's like, back to Clark Kent. Yeah. You know, care. Okay, but 
mm, I mean, character design one hundred and one, those... recognizable silhouette. She has crazy hair and like an impossible body for a nineteen year old. She's wearing a hat too. To be fair, yeah. okay, no, yeah, you got you got me. <laughs> it's mean, all it's a hat. Yeah, there's there's a precedent for this with Yami. Okay, yeah, no, that's right. Everyone has like facial blindness in this show. <laughs> and out of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um Taya completely freaks out. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, you know, and then she's like still jittery, just like freaking like spinning back and forth. Eileen's like, Hey, you have any games? I like games where you uh have to read other people and trick them. Mm. She said she doesn't want to play any luck based games, but Reading people and tricking them is kind of the thing about luck-based games. That's that's where the strategy is involved. Yeah, I mean, like... to be fair, the game that they played wasn't really a luck-based game. It was, like, yeah. all into reading and tricking people. But, yeah. like, I feel like with any game that involves, like, personal interaction, there's always some element of that, no matter if yeah. it's luck or skill-based. Yeah, but... Put her know. on, like, WPT or something. And then she turns to Yugi and she's like, hey, is this, uh, this jittery girl? Is she your girlfriend? And he immediately uh, goes chowder voice and says, she's not my girlfriend, no. <laughs> I, I kind of was doing that joke in my head, too. It was, it's good. <clears throat> and then, like, immediately, it just, like, cuts and she's, like, this sinister, like, dark. She's like, oh. Ah. Yeah. It's uh, the dude from JoJo who can, like, has a stand that, like, you know, can taste your fear or whatever. Uh, the one where if you give give like show emotion or something he turns you into paper or something yep yeah, that one that. that's her, that's her stand is it enigma i think so. yes anyway she invites them over um, to her hotel room to hang out uh and tells yugi to bring lots of games so that they can you know find something to play yeah. Yeah. Dude, and I I immediately forgot about that because the next scene he's carrying all these bags and i'm like is she, is he bringing her gifts and I was like, oh, tell you t- women be shopping. Yeah, I no, that's literally like what I thought, and I was like, too. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, but, I thought like Yugi was bringing gifts that Taya wanted to give to, yeah. to Eileen, and I'm like, alright, I guess. Also, this is the second episode in a row where someone brings someone else's flowers. Hmm. We have a common theme. Hmm. Do you think this means anything? Yeah. Well, Janoshi gave the nurse <laughs> flowers because he was into her. So and those Taya's flowers died Eileen before he flowers? could give them. Because out, she's but... lesbians for Eileen, obviously. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a very inclusive show. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get into Eileen's hotel room. We find out that she is half Canadian, half Indian, which is why yeah. she looks so entirely fabulous in this part of the she episode. She looks like she belongs in a different anime. Like, I swear, some in- some characters are drawn like into different style altogether. So... Her, dr- her fashion choices in this scene are just No, it's, it's very good. It's dope. like a, like a, a sari, I think it is. I don't know, but yeah, it's like it's like Indian garb. Uh, yeah, like you 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 almost got the feeling that they did research. <laughs> um. So. So, uh, Yugi starts setting up uh, a game board, but it's a very complex game board, so it's also, gonna take a while. Something I would like to point out. Yeah. There's like a sort of hole in the. At one point, there is a hole in. In the wall between this dance studio and the regular room, but that's like immediately forgotten about. So I'm assuming it's like some sort of animation error. What do you mean? There's like a like the one way mirror, but yes, but under that there was like this large hole. Huh? It's just like a big black spot, or what? Uh, like you could see through it. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well. And, like, she points out later that it's soundproof. And I'm just guessing that's, like, an animation error. Yeah, must yeah probably. Yeah, I, I feel like there, there's sometimes when the show gets a little weird with it. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's usually decent. Uh, but, it, yeah. you know, there okay. are some moments. Speaking of weird, as Yuki is setting up the, weird. the, like, castle thing... Yeah, not like, a game board, a castle. A yeah, no, well, they say it's a game board, but yeah, it's a big-ass, like, Lego castle, it looks like. Yeah. Like, Anzu and uh, Eileen go into the studio. Anzu does a pose, and Eileen tells her to hold still. 
Okay. And, and surprise, she can mind control people, apparently. Yeah, she has, like, some powers of suggestion. It's not really clear what the hell this means. Oh, but... it's absolutely this not explained a... at all. This is another villain whose powers are just not really explained. Yeah, I can just do this. Expi- or just, like, used that much, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, she can do it, and that's all you need to know. And don't look into it at all. So Taya is just completely frozen. She can't move. Even if she gets tired, she is just frozen right there. Yeah. Uh, and she tells this to Yugi, and she's like, well, if you want to get Taya back, you're going to have to beat me at a game. Yeah. And then it's immediately Yami time. Yeah. It's game time. Yeah. Just... And also, so before this game... transformation is really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like this one. There's like a cool uh, like color negative shot of his face, and like it looks different. Than like all mm-hmm. the other Yami transformations we've seen so far. Yeah, like I, I do really like that. Like the transformations, they're not like it's not a stock animation a lot of the time. Yeah, no, like that. That's a thing. You know, you know, some shows like especially with like Digimon and Pokemon, where they just reuse animations as much as Sailor they possibly Moon. can. Pretty much any show that uses uses a transformation. Well, this show too. Like once we get to the actual anime, the the Yu Gi Oh transformation is the same every time. Yeah, and then no, not not the 1998 Yu Gi Oh. They wanted to go all out. Yeah, and we are all better for it. So um, we are once again playing Raijin High, but now we find out what it is. And mm. before we get into the game, I totally thought the mirrors in the dance studios were going to be used. Like, oh, she's cheating by looking at the mirrors. Yeah, kind of like a Chekhov's one-way mirror. Or I was—I yeah. thought it was like, oh, she can look through Taya's eyes somehow to see Yugi's pieces. Like, I don't. No, like those mirrors. But then Taya can't. Yeah, all. can't Taya can't see the other way. It, I. Or like, there's a camera. No, she's not cheating at all. Yeah. Actual. Um. So yeah, they they play this weird, confusing, dumb game. So she explains the rules, and it's like. Two players pick a piece, and whoever has the strongest piece wins, defeats the other piece. Yeah, so there's a basic, like, hierarchy of pieces, like, from soldier all the way up to the king, and then the only person who can... There's the queen also, but she can only defeat the king, and there's Indra, who can defeat anyone, but after you use them, you have to discard them. Yeah. It's like an ace card. It can yeah. defeat anything, but after that, you have to. It's used up. Kind of like a trump card. Ah. Well, that's like what a, they call it in the show. Kind of like a dangerous Donald Trump card. Mm. Let's not make those jokes. Anyway, mm. um, there's also this uh thing that pops up. Yeah, there's a screen up, that pops up in the middle. And yeah, so you don't know what your opponent's putting side. on. Which yeah, it's of... it's in two separate parts, and it kind of swings closed. It looks Which cool. That's of... why it's like that. Which kind of, uh, like, needs quite a bit of... Looks like it needs quite a bit of horizontal space. And, like, wouldn't it be easier to, like, just a screen you pull upwards? No, I mean... this looks cooler. <laughs> Yes, no, Argyle is exactly right. It is it's more dramatic. Cool and it's completely impractical, but that's the whole point of the show, isn't it? Looking cool at any cost. <clears throat> so, they play the they game. They start playing the game, and it really seems like she just knows Yugi's move before he knows it. And for a minute, I'm like, does she have the Millennium Eye somehow? <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, does she have a Millennium Item? Because like she can mind control people. Like She has some sort of powers, and I'm like, she must have like the next Millennium Item. Because we've seen like a grand total of two of them so far. Yeah. Or three oh yeah like shoddy uh, had two and yugi has one yeah and this goes on for a few rounds and then we find out that every time that yugi loses a round uh, uh there's a door in the dance room that opens up and she, her pet tiger is in there and once yugi the pet tiger that just gonna it, consume anzu yeah her pet tiger that was like quiet before this and sort of disappears after this well, it's a very well-trained tiger. Yeah. <laughs> it has um, a sense of but, dramatic timing. Yeah, but also, 
she is seriously overestimating the amount of space a tiger would need to squeeze through and eat somebody. Like that thing opens yeah. up once. Like tigers are cats, and as as uh, Charlie yeah. Kelly in on, on It's Always Sunny once said, cats do not abide by the laws of physics. You don't know shit about cats. They don't. They're and like it's true. Well, that's a very fat tiger, to be fair. Is it true? It's a very yeah, thick tiger. Yeah. yeah, it's big. It's a it's a big tiger. <laughs> big no, not like that. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, moving on. Tony the tiger. So, uh, in order to ascertain her strategy, Yami just he fucking closes his eyes and picks a. He Luke Skywalker is at the end of Episode Four. No tracking device, just no. hard the cards, use the force, whatever. Yeah, he pulls a Gus Hansen and he just lets Chaos do the work for him, and he now, picks a reference I don't piece get. at random. He's a poker player. And, like, Yugi oh. actually reads her, though. Like, oh, yeah, he, he puts his piece out. King of Games, baby. Since you didn't know what I was going to use, you were going to use the elephant because that was your best chance. Mm. Yeah. Yep. See, and I, as much as I didn't really care for the game at first, Yugi exp- or Yami explaining it was really cool. I'm like, yeah, it's like he, just like a genius. He does game this, player. and now he he has like the read on the probabilities and her strategy, and he has worked out a way to beat her. Hmm. <clears throat> and he does. Yeah, and he starts beating her, and he's like, "The origins of gaming come from ancient yeah. Egypt. I have five thousand years of Egypt's knowledge." 5,000 years ago. Yeah, she explains that the game is like 3,000 years old. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm 5,000 years old. <laughs> I win because I'm older. <laughs> yeah, pretty and she much. so dramatic after the end of the game. I was afraid she was going to like do something like drastic, like jump off the... Ho- I thought she was going to totally have her too. tiger eat her. Like, yeah, I- I'm like... Yeah, like the, was... the way she was talking, the music, like it almost seemed like I, I was like, "Is this girl gonna kill herself?" I've lost uh, something more than just a game. Yeah, like, thankfully, nothing happens. Yeah, it's like, really yeah. and then she's like, "Okay, well, your your friend is free. Uh, that was a good game. Nice. Uh, you know, I'm G- not gonna." Gigi no re. Bye, Yugi. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then Yugi runs into the dance studio where Taya is about to be unfrozen and. The moment she unfreezes, she fucking smacks the Yami out of him. You know, that's exactly what I wrote. She smacks Yami so hard, he turns back into Yugi. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. And she's mad at him for disturbing her dance lesson. Who knew all you had to do with, to beat Yami was just slap him once? I mean, well, that's the thing. These games are all mind games, not hit games. <laughs> Yami could Don't. not win enough game of wrestling. Don't do a hit. <laughs> Yami Yugi says, "Don't do a hit." Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's like kind of it. You know, we see um, Eileen, Eileen gets fired off. from being uh, one of the elite four. Oh, and she's right. like, All right, that's fine. Yeah, you know, it's ex- exactly. And Ka- Kaiba, like, so we see Eileen, you know, be super dramatic after losing the game, and then Kaiba immediately tops that. Yeah. He is not happy. And then we go to the airport, and Yugi and Taya are waving goodbye to Eileen, and then we go to Eileen in the airplane. Who tried to kill them. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're on the okay. runway, I don't know what they're They're way like. too fine with that. <laughs> okay, well, to be fair, Anzu doesn't remember because she was hypnotized, and Yugi doesn't remember because he was Yami. True. Good point. So, and then, yeah, and then Anzu's like, I'm like, 19 years old, I want to fuck this 15-year-old. Yeah, Yugi, I, I mean, Eileen says, Yugi, next time we meet, it will be a game of love. And, and of course, we're never going to see her again. Yeah, and that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. If, if, if there's one thing I've learned from this show is that a character is not allowed to appear <laughs> twice unless they have the absolute craziest hair. And I guess Eileen is kind of <laughs> up there in terms of the hair department, but, you know, nothing pops out. I don't know. Her, her hair is pretty normal, if you ask me. Like, it's, you know. It has a shape to it, at least. Yeah, well, she doesn't have great like, colors, people in real life have hair like that, though. Like... See, Argyle, your mistake here is comparing an anime to real life. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> a mistake I've learned a lot in my 25 years of this being on this earth. <laughs> She's a fairly normal-looking person, is all I'm saying. Yeah. But that's it. I guess the episode <clears throat> was kind of okay. I don't really, like. I was just not really into it at first, because like, I just couldn't understand the game. But that's probably yeah, I get that. a personal failing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really like the... I did really like the part of the end where Yami is just completely... Reverses it. 
Yeah. Fuck. He, okay. he reverses it. He, he learns her. the game. He truly is the king of games. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking um, of... The Pharaoh the of next, games. The Pharaoh of games. Speaking of, the next episode... Up. Episode 18. Starts with... Do you the title? Yeah. It starts with this flashback to ancient China. And these guys are just like protecting this jar with a box on top of it that's tied up. And like they get attacked and like get knocked over and the jar suddenly does not have the ties on it. Some fart gas comes out. Yeah, it is the weakest the weakest ties in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah these ropes just come off with the slightest bump. It's, it's, it's like awful. a boy scout on his first day learned how to make these knots. <laughs> yeah. And then the eternal dragon gets summoned, but he <laughs> yeah. just yeah. decides he's done. Up. He's done granting good wishes, and like the evil comes out and causes yeah. chaos. He's had to revive Goku one too many times in this one to destroy stuff now. Yeah. And then, like, no, I will not revive Yamcha. He then, should be dead forever. He deserves it. And then the antagonist, and then our antagonist for the episode wakes up. It's Hayato. Kind of like a dragon's dream. It is hot. No, but don't don't make that comparison. <laughs> he looks like Hayato, but like kind of strung out. He looks out. like Hayato, and that's it because Hayato is like the greatest character on in the world, and this guy is horrible, and I hate him. He's a freak. I don't like looking at him. Like his eyes are really big, and like he's got like bags under him. He just looks like he's always just kind of spaced out. And okay, but yeah, to be fair, like my eyes always time. have bags under them, and I am always spaced out. Yeah, that's Mine fair. Too. <laughs> that's I not, just, that, that's but not they're also not thing. like they're not the size of dinner plates I assume no, no. Well, I don't know maybe I'm an anime in real life anyway, anyway. so like yeah, episode what, title what's the is, epi- yeah what's the title episode title is don't touch the forbidden game yeah. the forbidden no. game it, and, and that title I gotta say it makes a lot of sense yeah I understand what they're talking about title watch 2018 makes sense yeah. So then we cut to the Yugi crew, and Joey's bored with school. They're just hanging out. They're just walking through an alley. Just immediately, Jinoti just like kicks a ball of trash at. He kicks it like an entire bag of garbage at Tristan's head. So I've sort of talked about this before, but this episode is very different from the manga chapter it's based on. Yeah. When we get to like all the pivotal stuff, you'll have to like lay down all the differences for us. I mean, I, yeah. I assume the manga starts with Kenochi kicking trash at like, Honda's head. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> doesn't. And it starts with the kid getting bullied, except that kind of didn't happen in the manga. In fact, like, not, like most of the stuff before the climax didn't really happen in the manga. Hmm. Huh. So that was just kind of unexplained? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I like it here better. It's better paced. Yeah, yeah they, they do an okay job explaining everything here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, they yeah Joey's Mori. bored with school, and he wants a natural disaster ha- to happen so he can start the revolution and make a socialist paradise. And, you know, and makes, big same. Makes Honda the like, janitor. Well, you know what? I don't I don't endorse accelerationism, but I'm, I'm sure Joey will uh, learn his mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he does get chastised for it later on. Oh, and he also wants to appoint uh, Tristan as the janitor of said paradise. Naturally. The janitor of the world. Yeah, I mean, Honda would be happy to have that title, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Make the world the beautification club. So they walk in, they walk over, and some punks are challenging uh, this kid who we find out is named Imori. Imori, who looks eight years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, he looks about as old as Yugi, yeah. I, I, he looks like a babby to me. He looks way younger than Yuki does. Maybe it's his gigantic eyes. <laughs> he looks eyes. like a baby. <laughs> so, uh, it seems like they were, from the way the bullies talked about it, it sounded like a betting game, but I'm not it wasn't sure a, it, if it was. It's basically like a lottery. Like It's like they have 500 yen coins. It's like, like a $5 coin, basically. And you just got to throw it into a trash can. Whoever gets the closest gets all the money. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But like, so Yuki sort of takes the like the bully. So one of the punks, yep, yeah, one of the punks throws his coin and he misses. 
Uh, well, he like gets Yugi... it in, but it bounces out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he lands it in because there and it bounces out. Good job, dumbass. Because it's pretty much rigged like a carnival game. Yeah, and then y- and Yugi's like, "I'll do it for Amori. He's my friend, apparently." Like, well, he just does not want to see people get bullied. <laughs> That's true. So he just sort of flicks the coin, and it looks like it's not going to go in. And then it, like, bounces on stuff, and, like, the bush? Have you- Yeah, he rolls his coin down the stairs, it banks off of a crate, a barrel, a bush, and then it spins around the rim of the pot and lands in. I don't see the problem. Bushes don't work (laughs) that way. Mm, In- in Aminated, they do. Yeah, they do. Bushes are really bounce- it was a rubber bush, okay? Yeah, it was a rubber bush. It's like a bush. Yeah, you know, like rubber trees like they have in Australia. It's also in Japan. (laughs) Oops, there yeah. goes. Another rubber bush. Uh, whoops. Uh-oh. Boing. But yeah, it gets into the pot. It's just there. And then, um... Jinochi... Yugi's, like, sh- saying, like, you know, we're friends, whatever, I like you. And Jinochi's like, don't hang out with that kid. He's pretty creepy. I don't like looking at him. Which? Valid. Yeah, but uh, Mori's like, oh man, Yugi, you're so cool, thanks. And Yugi's like all blushing and like, oh yeah, it's no big deal, don't worry. I like games. Joey, you're one to talk. Yeah, and Joey's like, hey, don't don't hang out with him. He's boring. He's a wet blanket. It's like, so are you, dude. Chill out. And then we go to class, and Yugi gets a note from Mori that's like, hey, thanks again for playing that game game for me and getting those bullies off of my back uh meet me after school so you can i'll show you my secret base i like it is is omega ruby alpha sapphire secret base (laughs) i have a bunch of blissies in here for you to grind exp with man man, the secret bases were so good i'm glad they brought them back for i've never played alpha sapphire and omega ruby but like an original ruby and sapphire the secret bases are a lot better and also they took out the battle frontier so i'll never forgive them thanks I didn't like the Battle Frontier, but also I was bad at training a team of Pokemon. I only ever yeah, trained I mean, one. Emerald so. came out in, what, 2005? So I was 12, and so I did not know how to play Pokemon well. But Anyway, what? this is a video games podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, so is a, this is a Yu-Gi-Oh and... podcast, but we also just talk about Pokemon sometimes. Uh-oh. Why is Craig gone? Why did Craig leave? Uh, Get Craig, Craig. Shit. <laughs> Craig, okay, don't leave this um... time. Craig, I anyway. swear to God, if you leave me again. So anyway, um, secret base. Yeah, they like his ha- Mori's house has like a secret like staircase, a secret cellar door. Naturally, ooh, that leads oh, into good to, like good a to cellar say. that is full of games. <clears throat> it's full of player. one-player games, and that's my dream. Yeah, his family. Uh, Apparently his family collects games. They like games a lot. Uh, and he's like, hey, Yugi, look at my collection of games. And Yugi's like, Yugi th- is noticing that, oh, these are all single-player games. This is incredibly sad. He doesn't have anybody to play games with. He's like, evidently. no, it's not, idiot. I want single-player games only. <laughs> That's basically my Steam library. Honestly, right? That's like all my PlayStation and Switch games. No, I have Splatoon, but that game is yeah, basically. It's hard and people hack it. They left for dead with me. Fans of the show, play Left 4 Dead with me. I'm very good at the game, and I will set you on fire, but it's for good reasons. Mm. Okay. Only if we can do Velociraptor Mod. Wait, is there anyway, a mod that um, lets you play as All Might? Like, I want to do that. So, so like, this, there's more to the secret cellar. <laughs> Here comes Dan. Oh hey, fuck God. off, man. Okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm really good at Left 4 Dead. So, so there's the more to the secret cellar... That's... Yeah, they go in the secret cell, they solve a sliding puzzle door. Yeah, th- there's a door, and Amori's like, I don't know how to open it. Oh no, before it. that, there was, like a bunch of, there was like a bunch of stairs downwards, and like, had to light up candles, and like, there's Yami- like... Yugi almost falls to his death. Yeah. So, just like, how big is this mansion of a house? And like... No well, it's very large. We, here? I mean, when we're in that outside shot, they're in like a courtyard. It's huge. It looks like a uh, Jotaro Kujo's house. Like, that's exactly what I thought. I mean, that's like a traditional Japanese thing, though. Yeah, having those that style of houses. I guess they just have you know a big property. They're they're rich. I hear those houses are expensive. 
It was the 90s. Yeah. The real estate bubble hadn't popped yet, presumably. In Japan. In Japan. I'm pretty sure in Japan the 90s was kind of a shitty time. If, uh, I don't if know. I my history yet, going so. by Yakuza 0 is correct. <laughs> yeah. So, like, anyway. there's like a sliding puzzle on a door. Sliding puzzles are other bastards, but like... This yeah, one, to be like, fair, that's the hardest puzzle they've gone over in the show so far. I yeah. figured out how to solve sol- uh, sliding puzzles for Wind Waker. Yeah. Uh, and Oh I... my god, I hated that. <laughs> I did oh, all of them the and then worst. I got jack shit for doing it, but... <laughs> So, like, we are shown, like, the machinery in behind the sliding puzzle, which, like, sort of is weird, because, like, you would have to do it in a certain order, otherwise it breaks, right? I have no idea. I, yeah, I mean, presumably it's just some sort of really advanced mechanism that... It looks like some uncharted shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yugi just keeps on consulting his little notebook. Yeah. Ah yes, so I see. One it. of the ancient pharaohs came here back in the back in the ancient <laughs> times, and they made a sliding puzzle. And the Millennium Puzzle is just like glowing the whole time. Oh, it's, it's going like... off. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing happens yet, but it just it's reacting to something. To the dragon box game, which is inside. located behind the door. Yeah, the sliding puzzle makes a picture of a dragon, and they open it, and it's the it's the jar with the block from the beginning. Yeah, dragon block, it's what it's called. They even say it in English in the show. Dragon block. Dragon block. And they take it to, like, Yugi's grandpa. And he's like, bad move, folks, bad move. No! You yeah, don't open that's... this game, put it back where you got it, this is cursed, I don't... Get this out of my game shop. You know, it's yeah, like, unacceptable for them to have taken the dragon block to him, but he's totally fine having, like, the power of a 5,000-year-old pharaoh dangling around his grandson's neck. <laughs> yeah, so ah, well, you know... Yeah, where that, did uh, he get this knowledge? That's already happened, you know, you uh, can't really From his boyfriend when he was an archaeologist. Yeah. Naturally. But, like, apparently Taoist and, like, feng shui people use this. To like, train, yeah. Like, really? it is completely evil, but, like, those people just sort of use it. Yeah, well, it, we condemn it, that which we do not understand. Yeah, we find out that feng shui is like uh, the way of like controlling the energy of the land, and that and that the, opening the jar, the dragon block. Uh, it, it's it represents uh, like the yin and yang of Taoism, and that when you open the jar, it makes the order and chaos like consume each other, basically. Yeah. Naturally, everything gets like unbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, the next thing that we see happens is it gets opened. Yeah, and they're like, hey, yeah, kids, like, don't open this. And they're like, okay. Yeah, and and then, then the next like, scene yeah, is so Amori walking, walking home, home with the jar. Yeah. And, like, he runs into the bullies from earlier. Well, before, yeah, before that, he's just before that happens, he's like, well, what if I did open it for myself? Yeah. yeah. What if I had like, that power? Yeah. But, like, what if I was just kind of a shithead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he gets like knocked over, and and which opens of course the, the fucking thing opens again. You know, the world's weakest knots completely shatter. They can't. I mean, it just... at least this time they have the excuse of being old as fuck. I guess, That's but they don't fair. even like break. They just untie. They were weak. They're look. They're weak. Like thousands of years ago, they're still weak as hell now. But and we don't see what happens. They're like, hey. Hey, this this game that you were carrying, let's play it for money. And it starts glowing. Yeah, very sinister looking. And then, and then we cut sort of... to the ocean, some people are sailing, and a nearby island just fucking sinks into the sea. It just, like, sinks. Yep, that's it. It's Goodbye. Just... And we and cut to a news report. Uh, we cut to the school. Yeah. Where, like, they mention that one of the police just goes into a coma somehow. Nothing. Yeah, they, they were there's hospitalized. There's no word about the other bully, what happened to that guy. He was vaporized, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just, like, saw the one guy freak, like, you know, lose his Yeah, it's, it's like, only a two-player game, so presumably he just, like, ran off or something. 
Did he just, like, get teleported to the island? That sunk? No. I think he just, like... didn't. He didn't go to school that day. He was sick. a better term. And also, holy shit, uh, an island sunk. Like, yeah, just an entire <laughs> island kind of disappears. And no People one really... People not make as big of a deal of that as they should. Like, that does not happen. An island does not sink. Well, no, it does happen. No, it doesn't it happen ha- as fast. Not it, that, it yeah, not that, not time. the way that island sank, where it just, like, submerges over the course of yeah. 30 seconds. But, yeah. But, yeah, so, um... Imori is, uh, he's looking kind of weird. Like, he's got his feet kicked up. He's, like, kind of confident. He kind of like an asshole. Yeah, he kind of looks yeah. like an asshole. Well, they're talking about the island sinking. Honda does blame blame it yeah. on Joey. He's like, you wanted Japan to be destroyed so you can rebuild it. Look what you've done. This is your fault, obviously. <laughs> and he was like, well, no, that's obviously not true. Because if all my wishes came true, you would have died years ago. <laughs> Jesus, it's <laughs> really good. He's kind of an asshole in this episode. I like yeah, him. This is the asshole episode. And Yumori just like tells Yugi to meet hey, him Yugi, in the hall. Uh, yeah, can uh, can we go talk in private? Yeah, and he's yeah, bad. And, and he wants like, Yugi to just give him his homework. There's no time to copy it. He didn't do his homework last night. So Yugi, Argyle, just give me your fucking friends, and that's what friends do. They yeah, you're my friend. The other person, yeah. gets a failure grade. He spent the whole last night eating the other bully, clearly. And uh, Joey walks in, and he's like, Hey, uh, you, you don't give that dude your homework. He's being a fucking asshole. He's exploiting you. Just, like, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And before and Yugi like, can really say anything, Amori gives up, and he's like, Okay, yeah, I, what, what a good friend you are. Bye. And just, yeah, it's like, calm down, dude. Uh, important things and then, and then We Joey cut to jumps- swim class. And then Joey jumps into the pool and chases women in the pool. Again. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Again, he's being... This is, he's such a dick in this episode. Yeah, you'd think that he would kind of learn to stop, like... He has no bearing on the plot, but just every time he shows up, he's an asshole. He's, yeah. he's there as an agent of chaos, really. And speaking of, it, the Millennium Puzzle gets stolen. Yeah, oh, you, he had to take it off mad. to go swimming, but... So, Imori took it. To a secret base, and yeah, if and this is Yugi where wants it back, he's manga to really and it. and episode sort of start converging. Oh, mm. so yeah, so Yugi goes to secret base, um, and he's like, "Let's play Dragon Block, and I'll give you your puzzle back." I suck. Yeah, it's like the only way to reseal it is to play it. Yeah, and he's wearing the Millennium Puzzle, and this just makes me see red. Nobody is allowed to wear that except for Yugi, and anyone who no. does deserves to die. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and yeah, and we find out that the only way to reseal the Dragon Block once it's open is to play the game, whereupon the loser has their soul sucked into the jar. You know, yeah, so, kind of like a normal game. So Imori well, just sort of lightly breathes on the ropes, and they yeah. fall apart. <laughs> he, he, he thinks about the ropes getting destroyed, and they're gone. <laughs> so yeah. the the game is I'm a little confused by it, but basically they have to assemble blocks that represent different dragons, and if they get three of them, they can summon a dragon, I... and they have to each summon two dragons, and then when they do that, the game I... is most similar to I don't know if uh, Rummy, I think it's Gin Rummy. Never played Rummy. It's like, it's like a card game. It's like you have cards, you have to get like like groups of cards, I... and you, have to, you, you like keep on putting one card away and drawing a new one until you get yeah. your group, and then you can play them. I okay. Guess. Okay, yeah, I guess it's kind of like Rummy. Um, I think and they also the have, they each have a base. The, yeah, go ahead. In the original manga, they were cards. Okay, okay not like little Mahjong tiles? Yeah, yeah. we've they're I like think. little Mahjong sure. domino things. Right. So yeah, it's basically... Uh, and, like, and they both have a home base. They choose each other's home base, and... Yeah, that home base thing wasn't in the manga. Oh, I guess... I mean, that kind of adds stakes to it, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out what that does in a minute. It's incredibly high stakes enough. Yeah, yeah they're the going to lose their soul, but we also find... So far. Yeah, we find out what the hell happens to the bases in a minute. Um, 
So they they both play for a while, and they summon their dragons. Yuki summons Yugi. two fire dragons, and Amori yeah. summons two water dragons, which, they uh... Both? That seems obviously, like a terrible move. Like... To summon two of the same summon... type of dragon? Yes. Yeah! Now you know why gym leaders in Pokemon always lose. Well, yeah, because... Well, they're supposed to. Yeah, I... no. That, that's a... Yeah. Like, you can make the argument they're meant to lose... Like, and, oh, yeah, and, and, and you know how they're they're weak in red and blue, but they're strong in heart gold and soul silver because it's like their power's based on your own anyway. Yeah, the, yeah. Cool. But like, so Yugi just sort of they both make terrible plays, and Mori only wins because his beats water beats fire. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's like rock paper scissors, but like five different things that go in like a little star pattern. Doesn't matter what yeah. it is. It also, yeah. Uh, also, so. We find out that whenever the loser, whoever loses, uh, their home base, in because it, it's on a, an actual map. They they place their bases on a map. Yeah, on a map in the, Japan. And whenever they lose, their bases get rocked. Yeah, Which it gets destroyed. In the manga. Yeah, like there was yeah. was there no equivalent? Just nothing happens. No, it was. Just... Yeah, there was no home base thing. You yeah. said. Huh. Interesting. I mean, it's, I think it's more fun with high stakes like this, even though it's, you know, like, apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, some region, some, like... Area just, in Japan. Yeah, it's just like an area of wilderness in, like, the Sinnoh region is destroyed, uh, and Yugi's soul is taken. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's dragon a, just sort of reaches in there and takes it out. Yeah, Sinnoh. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, because each one... Even now is based on a real place. Like, you know, like the first four were Japan, then it was Yeah, I know. Manhattan, That's why I said it's it was... the Sinnoh region. Yeah. <laughs> I can find it on a map. I know Pokemon lore. It's good. You like uh, to see it. Originally, gold and silver were supposed to be all of Japan. Was, and... Were they really? Yeah, originally. Yeah. Cool. And, like, Kanto was just a city. Yeah, well, yeah, Kanto, I mean, you know, Celadon is supposed to be Tokyo. I mean, Kanto really is all of Tokyo, but anyway, video game podcast. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, anyway. So, um, Yugi, Yugi's soul gets just out. yoinked out of him yep. by uh, Shinron. You see the life leave his eyes. I hate it. And yeah. He, but he, Yugi he loses consciousness, but... for the puzzle while Immortal wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of like slumps over and like his hand touches it when he's like dying. Yeah, and Amori's like, Whoa! and uh, Yugi, I mean Yami, inhabits Yugi's body. And Yami's here, and Yami's just like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he snatches the puzzle away. Like, hey, no, fuck you, give yeah. me that. So in this part, he refers to, okay, Yami and Yugi have separate souls, but Yami yeah. refers to Yugi's soul as his soul. So it's like. Well, it's the soul in... souls that like they are aware. Of? I don't know. It's confusing. It's the soul that's well, supposed like, to have inhabited. Yeah, Yami. yeah. Presumably, like I don't know if Yami can control Yugi's body for forever. Like I don't know how long he can actually maintain control of it. But like, if he's not doing it, like Yugi's body is just gonna not probably die. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. the other guy got comatose. Yeah. <clears throat> so but now yeah, Yami like wagers right his own soul uh, yeah. in a game of Dragon Block. And like, what'd you, what'd you say, Maxi? I I, oh, I I just said round two when, okay. when Yami's like, we'll play Yami again. puts. Yeah. Oh, and very notably, like Yami's theme isn't playing right now. Yeah. It plays later on when he's winning, but yeah, not when he first transforms. I think it's because it's kind of like a secret transformation. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a it's kind of a dramatic thing because the guy has already won the game well so maybe like, that maybe yeah. he can only do the magical girl transformation if yugi soul is also present yeah. well yugi soul wasn't present when he did well, whatever anyway it's an anime. Yeah. there's no rules no rules that's right yeah yami shows up and, and mori's like what's what's happening what's happening other soul what and yami is just like what's wrong are you scared <laughs> he's like don't worry about it play me again and like yami puts like Imori's base in the water says that there won't be any damage, which, no, there will. Yeah, uh, that's what we call a tsunami, folks. Yeah. There'll be a lot of damage, actually. And Imori puts Yami's base on Tokyo. 
right on the Kanto region. Yeah. Right where Any- uh, Digimon is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, that that reference was okay because that was an anime. Yes. Yeah. So they start playing again, and uh, Imori ascertains from the like blocks that Yami is kind of discarding mm-hmm. that he is assembling a metal and an earth dragon. Yeah. So Imori's like makes a, a water and a wood dragon. Yeah. Which I don't get how these are supposed to. I you forgot know. the elemental advantages. Like, okay, they this explain thing. this better in the manga <clears throat> that certain dragons will power other dragons. Yeah, they, yeah, we do find out that, like, their dragons have synergy with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like water beats fire, beats wood, beats metal, beats earth, beats water. I think. And, like, certain, and, like, previous ones will, like, also power them up. Yeah. It's yeah, they didn't way, explain the, the synergy better in the manga. Yeah, but they had the circle of them, and I guess that's what the other arrows meant. Yeah. Yeah, but basically they power each other up, but Yami still wins because of course he does. Yeah, he wins because because he like superimposed his eyes over the dragons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his dragons get like caught by the wood dragon, like entangled in its branches, but the metal dragon breaks out and uh, mm-hmm. manages to break free of the flood that the water dragon is making and free earth dragon. By water destroying dragon. Wood Dragon, and wood dragon then gets, like, chopped Earth up, Dragon, and water dragon just gets sealed under the earth. Yeah, Earth Dragon like opens up and a, like of and like that's a trans- shit. What's the word? And it shows like a transition, a pretty clever transition from the like Water Dragon game sealed up to like two guys the ocean. on a boat being like, "The fuck was that? Yeah, what was right. that? Did you see something?" They're like, "It must have been exhaustion." Ugh. Yeah, and then so, Yami's Yami's theme plays during this because he's yeah, got when the he's winning, which is good. I like yeah. to hear it. I like it. Um. So, you know, Omori loses his soul, and, and Yami's soul, soul comes out. Comes out. And it's it's yeah. remarkably less dramatic than it was. It's just like a little like ball. It's like, like a little a, like big yeah. sperm ball. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say a sperm, but yeah, it's no, I I wanted to say it. And I did. <laughs> Yeah, and Imoris goes into the jar, and Yugi comes the out. Fully soul leave. Yeah, it's like, oh well, this thing only has enough room for one soul, but also we don't see the bully soul leave the jar. Yeah. That guy's yeah. fucked. And yeah. speaking of, like Imori, somehow this is kind of a cop out. I didn't really like this. this. Is yeah, so this dumb. was again, this was different in the manga. Imori was like a complete shithead in the manga had no sympathetic traits at all. And, like, when he loses his soul, he's just done. And Yami's just like, fuck that guy. Bye. Yeah. Uh, But but here, uh, we find out that apparently, like, the dragon block awakened some other, like, sinister soul inside of him. And so when when he lost the game, he only lost that soul I'm, and so he's back to normal. i have a theory you remember the dragon from the opening and how it was different from other dragons mm-hmm. yeah Shinra. what if that dragon just sort of possessed imori oh. that's kind of what i thought but it was still kind of silly yeah i mean, i, I believe no it no real explanation otherwise i mean we and do get something like this kind of like with um uh, Merrick in the actual anime, like he has like a dark side, which is still just part of him, but like oh it's god, Merrick, kind of a different person. God, that is full mm-hmm. of problems. Yeah, let's not get into it until we get there. Yeah, in, that's uh, like five years away. Yeah, but anyway, so that's kind of it. Um, although there's like a yeah, very more... the very yeah. last scene is um like a voiceover talking about. How, like, you know, this game has dark power, and, like, you know, it's really dangerous. And, like, I feel like it's a setup for some other more powerful world-ending game that they might play later. I thought it was just, like, a repeat of Grandpa's thing from earlier, wasn't it? Oh. I I don't know. Maybe I'm probably reading into it too much, but maybe it's I mean, it it did seem like it, it, like, kind of a, like, ooh, this might come up again, but I don't know. I I don't think it will. 
Mm. It's more, it seemed more like, oh, there's evil in this world and it lurks in the hearts of men and games like this sort of prove that. In conclusion, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a land of contrasts. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, What's what's, uh, next up? What's on the next episode? Did anybody watch that part? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. It'll be a surprise. Okay, then. Because, like, the stuff that happened in episode 18 was, like, shown in in the end things of episode 16. No, not 16. Yeah, they... Yeah. They kind of show what's going to happen like a couple episodes yeah. ahead. Yeah. So anyway, but... um, <clears throat> questions. Questions. Yeah. I have questions up. Okay, cool. Because I have no idea how to access the fucking questions. Okay, I, I, I can, I can show you later, Argyle. Um, cool. So our first question comes in from Tumble user Tilted Clink. Tilted Clink. I don't know how to actually Tilted that. Clink. Tilted. Who asks? I don't like shipping characters, but I sometimes enjoy name mashups. So, what's the worst and or funniest ship name you can think of from the main cast? For me, it's got to be Kaibugi. Kaiba and Yugi. Ew. Mm. I don't like it. Yonga. What's that? Pegasus. Yonga. Yugi and Honda. Yon- That's good. Kind of <laughs> like the Guardians of the Galaxy character, Yondu. Oh, I well, it sounds uh. sort of like Yamcha, too. Let's not bring that asshole into this. <laughs> um, Pegasand at Keith. <laughs> that's it. No, we can't say anything else. That's, that's as good as it's going to get. That's as okay. good as it's going to get. Um, okay. I'm going a little out of order, but um, we got a, an anonymous from Sarah <laughs> because the answer to the last question is Kai Boogie Theater because Kaiba and Yugi because Kaiba and ah, Yugi damn. are the most two dramatic people on the planet. This is Sarah. God damn. Uh, Thanks, God damn. Sarah. That's good. That's actually. really good. That's actually really good. It's very good. Um, next question comes from Fallout Pony Fortune, who asks, "Love the podcast, but I'm wondering just how far you all plan to dive. All the seasons, filler too. Just wondering. Thanks, and always believe in the heart of the car. all of them. <laughs> we're gonna watch yeah, no, all we're of them until go we die." Long. We are going to do this podcast for the fullness of time until we run out of Yu-Gi-Oh! As far as I'm concerned, yeah. Uh, I also I also have another anime that I really want us to like maybe do a side episode on sometime called Five Brain. Uh, I mean, the Puzzle can, of God. We can like. I wouldn't be opposed to like cutting in some like extra Swiss semi-related anime every once in a while. Maybe yeah, like future like, card buddy fight. Yeah, like Five Brain, the Puzzle of God is just like. It, it's really got a Yu-Gi-Oh vibe, but for puzzles. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it, it's like they can't even say, like, you know, I challenge you to a duel. Because they just keep saying puzzle, and I can't stop laughing at it. Yeah. That's good. They, it's always just like, ah, oh, you, you think you're going to be the best at puzzles? Well, no, I'm the best at puzzles. <laughs> but yeah, to answer uh, your question, basically as much Yu-Gi-Oh as we can possibly stomach. Yeah. It's good. And instead of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh, it's like an ancient Greek king or something. Right. Um, so it goes from Assassin's Creed Origins to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, yeah, exactly. Odyssey. Yes, see. Odyssey. And now that's a yes, good one. Odyssey. Odyssey. It's a me. Yu-Gi-Oh. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> oh, he does have final... that hat. That possesses people. Hmm. Well, captures people. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's Cappy. There we go. Um, and our final question comes in from um, audience member of the show, <laughs> Dr. Activisionary. Boyfriend of the show. B- official boyfriend of the show, who asks, what would your dual gimmick be, such as Weevil only using bug cards? So that's the first I part would... of the question. Um, and thank you, Dr. Activisionary. That would be my dual gimmick, because I like the bugs. I would use yeah. only cat cards. Oh, that's a good one, too. Hmm. Let's see. I would be that guy that uh, builds his entire deck around Exodia. I was I was gonna say, are you gonna do an Exodia one? Yes. Yeah, Exodia decks are good. I like them. Yeah. Either that, or like something that uses as many cards with some sort of random chance as possible. So Joey's deck. Yeah, like, basically. Chaos reigns. Yeah, like Time yeah. Wizard, Magical Hats, like all that shit. Every- you know. Yeah, just to make your least... opponent as frustrated as possible. I would have at least one random card in my deck. I just have bugs. <laughs> uh, and the second part of this question is, 
If Yami challenged you to a Yami no game, what would the game be? How would it play out? What would be your punishment if you cheat? Okay, the game we would play would be Doom. Like ah, God damn it! I was gonna go with Doom. Fuck. <laughs> 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 and okay, if, so so uh, so how would it play? Like how would it be competitive though? Um, six like speedrun levels. Doom deathmatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably like deathmatch or like. Like probably get like do levels get one hundred percent. There we go. That would work. And like, and if you cheat, well, you your mind would be sent into the game as you yeah. like Cyber get Demon. torn apart. Yeah, ripped and torn apart. I think mine probably be pokemon because that's like the game i'm best at out of all of my games and i'd still probably lose to yami but uh, like, since i yeah go ahead yeah i i've like like that's the first game i ever played and like i think i know more about pokemon than i know about literally anything else i've consumed in my life so probably that um and if i lose well, since i can't go with doom i think i'm gonna go with uh mario kart 8 oh it's a, i'm pretty good at mario kart 8 I've the thing about Mario Kart 8 is it is the best one. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's like, pretty good. Like, it, it's it's far and away my favorite one. Uh, and if I was punished, um, I would never be able to play Mario Kart again without getting hit by a blue shell. Oh. Well, that's standard Mario Kart. Yeah, right? Eh, so waka so waka. punishment is to have to play more Mario Kart. Yeah, but like, I would... It just every time I even got in the first for a second, I would get hit by a blue shell. Here's an opinion: blue shell is not the worst item in the game. Lightning bolt is. Blue shell is good. Like it, it has a reason. Um. Hey, can one oh. of you help me um decipher this? Dan, Dan. <laughs> posted the Yamino game punishment for Doom is being sentenced to Wow dot Wad. I don't Honestly, know what Wow dot Wad is. is not the worst Wad. I know what Wad. Like, what would the worst Wad like be? Like an infamous Wad where it's basically. Where, like, a kid just sort of put a cyber demon and a BFG and puts the cyber demon in what's called an illusio pit, which really, it's just basically walls that don't have textures and have, like, a mirror, this weird, awful mirroring effect. Hmm. So it's just, like, Castle of Illusions? Yeah, this kid sort of made it. And, like, yeah, I mean, eh, like... he's fine. It's fine with people making fun of it many years later because he was a. I mean, I've played Mock the Speed of Stupid, and that was fucking awful to play. Like, there's like so. way worse wads. Uh, you're forced to play One Million Revenants forever. Ooh. Oh god. No, thank you. Oh no! Oh, the Plutonia wad levels that have only Arch Files. <sighs> God. You're forced to play. You're forced to play. Final Doom, Doom has so many fucking arch files, and I hate it. No, here the punishment is you're forced to play Doom 2016 on Ultra Nightmare, and you have to beat the entire game. God. Yeah, I like I played play Final Nightmare. Doom. I I played Final Doom like a couple weeks ago. Like I, you know, I did both uh, TNT Evolution and the Plutonia Experiment. And whoever mm-hmm. did the Plutonia Experiment really loves putting a million revenants at the end of like a very long. Like at long distance, where you can hardly you hit should, them. Like you should play Plutonia two. There's a Plutonia two. Oh yeah. Uh, fuck that. No, I'm not doing that shit. Um. So here's the thing about level design. If you make level designs really difficult for no good reason, that's not good level design. It's like that's the reason I don't like Mario Maker also, because people TNT. don't know how to make levels. It's like, what if we put a hundred Bowsers and a thousand Bombs? <laughs> also, it's TNT like... uses overuses the chain gunners. Who are oh god, yeah. There's so many fucking hit scan enemies in TNT Evolution, especially the fucking chain gunners. I hate the chain gunners. Get rid of them. They shouldn't exist. They do too much damage, and they pop up behind you every fucking time and take off half your health. Ugh. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, a breaking development from our Discord. Um, Dan is joining in on the question. He says, My Yami no game is some sort of gamified version of the trolley dilemma. That sounds horribly stressful. There's a yeah, Doom Wad for that. Let me post it in the chat real quick. Oh, so oh I know that. There's a Doom Wad for that. <laughs> it's um, the Revenant question. 
<laughs> okay. It's pretty Anyway, hilarious. folks, thank you for listening to our video game podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any I'm more Max. questions? No, that's it. Um, that's it. Yeah, we yeah. can start signing off I'm now. I'm glad um, to have this cursed episode. Oh, yeah. Let, we got to plug yeah, our oh, shit. This is, this is a pretty good one. The punishment is that I become the person who's hit by a train. Thanks, Dan. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good one. Um, so... Thank you for listening to Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast and on Tumblr at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Please send us questions every week. Tweet at us. We will interact with you as much as possible. Um, I'm Max. You can find me at MaxiBajillion on Twitter and Tumblr. I'm James. James Mason. And I just, I forgot to tell everyone it's my birthday today. Oh my God. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, James Mason. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot to. Anyway. Aww. Do you got anything else to plug? or? Uh, my Tumblr is Stark Wizard James Mason. F.A. is the same, and so is my weasel. And uh, art blog is Art Wizard James Mason. Of course, yeah. safe for work art there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I, I am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. I can be found on the Extra Credit Podcast. We read bad things from the internet. Uh, it is at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. You can also find me on the most recent episode of Jergen It. We did the season two finale. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a bad episode, but it was a lot of fun to talk about the episode, and it's a good podcast. So go listen to it. It's Jergen It. Go to jergenit.tumblr.com, or uh, I don't know what the Twitter is for that, so whatever. Uh, bye. Bye. With this, butt.mp3. I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> With that, I end my podcast. Live and let Houston. First in the me. How to come with this after all we've been through? Two of a pair now on opposite sides. From the very start, we thought we'd do. Watched each other's back and we battled with pride. We are closer than brothers Now we have to fight each other And we trust our fate to the heart of the car